Welcome to Ion Franchising. Are you looking for business opportunities? Well, you are in the right place. We represent over 650 franchises and business opportunities. We will help you find your perfect franchise for free. We even have a free assessment on our website that will help us determine what the best business is for you based on your investment level, mindset, skill set, and life experiences. This is Ion Franchising, where we share our vision for your franchise future. I'm your host, Lance Growler. Each week, we will speak to fascinating folks from the world of franchising, franchisors and founders, franchise funders, and franchisees. Are you looking to find your perfect franchise? Or perhaps you are an independent business owner looking to grow and scale your business by setting up a franchise. Either way, our team can help you. Ion Franchising, where you will learn the A to Z's of franchising. Well, gentlemen, great to see you both. Anthony and Charles, welcome on the show. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Well, thanks for joining me. So I got Charles Bonfiglio, the founder of Tint World, and Anthony Foley, the director of franchise development. I'm super excited to have you guys on today. So guys, give me the backstory to your, uh, call it your life journey slash franchise journey. I'll jump in there. Franchise journey. Uh, Anthony Foley been um, with Tint World since its inception. So 2007 franchising, um, give me a little backdrop on that um, from Miami, South Florida here. My father's been in franchising since I can remember. Uh, he had a sign franchise once upon a time. This is in the eighties. And I was a kid behind a counter back in those days. Shortly thereafter, selling the store and coming on board at, at corporate there, kind of grew up in the franchising world, seeing it develop from a, a concept to a few different things and kind of grew up around that environment. Went to school at Florida State uh, thereafter and kind of fast forward a bit, went into the executive recruitment world immediately following school. And then like anything, and franchising has a way to kind of pull you in. So it, it did so. Uh, and uh, spent some time um, at the company my father had been with for a bit. And then uh, Charles and I crossed paths, given I'm a, I'm a car enthusiast and a younger kid at the time. And uh, Charles was building this franchise company called Tint World. And it was doing the fun stuff to cars. So I go, franchising, fun stuff to cars. Um, I'm all ears. So that's <laughs> that's kind of where what, what got my attention back then. It was uh, just six locations in South Florida. And, and here we are. We all want to do something fun for a living. That's for sure, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. But Charles, Charles, another guy from Brooklyn, just like me. Just a kid from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So my story is um, I grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, as a teenager, I liked cars. And I worked for my dad. He owned a clothing factory, made clothing in Brooklyn, and worked for the family through high school. And during that journey, I actually wound up graduating high school, opening up a clothing factory of my own, tried to create my own design line, which I did, realized I didn't have the, fun the funding to scale it. And I was like kind of living like dad's area of business. And I did well at it because I learned from the family, but I wanted to do something that got me charged. And so when I was 21 years old, I sold my factory. I also had 50% ownership in a pizzeria restaurant in Manhattan that I did those things. I was very aggressive in business, but I wanted to do something that got me charged up. So I got rid of both the pizzeria and the clothing factory. My sister took that on and I moved down to Florida 
I told my family, I want to move down to Florida. I want to open up a custom car shop doing car audio and video and electronics and accessories. And I took my, I sold my car. I sold my, everything I had. I wound up having nearly $30,000 as a young guy, 21, two suitcases, took a one-way flight to Miami. And I started my uh, journey to try to open up that business. After being down there a short while, I just started to realize I wasn't able to get the loans that I wanted from the bank. The landlords really weren't eager to lease to me because I wasn't really, uh, didn't have any kind of a brand that was someone had a good idea. And, some and you're, you're a guy from Brooklyn, new in town. They don't even know yeah. you yet. At 21 years old, that was very charming. They should have just did it, but I didn't. <laughs> they didn't. What's you know? the matter with them? I don't know. Uh, what's the matter with these guys? <laughs> So I finally, um, after being down, I think, okay, let me get myself a job. I got a job in a car stereo shop, a pretty big one. I learned the ropes. I figured I'd learn where to get the product. How do I buy it? I learned installers, and then I would open up my store. I was there for about, sit down in Florida for about six months, doing pretty well, and I got a call from my family. He says, why don't you come back to New York for the weekend uh, in a couple of weeks because we have a family wedding. You'll see a family, your cousins. I said, okay. So I went back there for that wedding, and when I was there, I ran into a cousin of mine at the wedding, and he asked what I was doing in Florida. I kind of told him what I just told you, and I said to him, what are you doing? He goes, well, about a year ago, him and his brother moved to New Jersey. They bought a Meineke franchise. Is a Meineke? It's not like, 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 yeah, it's like McDonald's. Because yeah, because what is the difference in a franchise? Well, they give you a blueprint to run on so you know how to open up the business. They help you. I said, really? He goes, we're doing really well. We've been open for almost a year now. He goes, we're really getting ready to open up a second store. We both bought houses and cars and we're doing good. I said, really? He goes, why don't you come down and see it after the weekend, maybe before you go back? I said, okay. So I went over to my dad and I said, dad, you know, can we take a ride there? So Monday morning after the weekend, we took a ride to New Jersey, pulled up to the uh, business and there was a smiling muffler on the building, a gravel parking lot, <laughs> wasn't anything fancy, but they were busy. And my cousin looked happy. They were selling to customers, you know, cat back, you know, sign right here. And I said, this is pretty cool. So then I spent the morning with them. We went out to lunch and they gave me a business card of a female that did the same thing that Anthony Foley does is basically she talks to you about your opportunity if you want to join a franchise. So I basically made that call before I went home. I wound up mailing in snail mail back then of the application, flew yeah. back home, went to work, and then I got a letter in the mail a couple of weeks later from the franchise saying that you've got an approval if you want to move forward, a preliminary approval. Love it. That's where it started. I wound up um, bringing, I wasn't sure if I wanted to move forward with it, but then I brought it to where I worked. They, uh, the people that I told uh, that I was going to open up a business that said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, look, I just got to prove from my, oh, wow, you really are opening a business. I called the landlords that said they wouldn't lease to me. I said, you know, I know you don't want to lease to me, but I've got this franchise, Meineke, now that I've joined with that help. Oh, yeah, we'll give you an end cap. We'll build it out for you. I went to the bank that said no for a loan. They said, you know what? We have a special program from you if you get that franchise. That's different. I said, yeah, but can't you give it to me for the car stereo shop? I wanted to. No, 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 no. We I have an it. SBA loan. She took it up. And so everything. The that red carpet. It, it was like, a, so, you know, I called my dad and I told him about this. He said, you know, I don't understand. I really want to do this, but I can't say no to this. See, because Charles, take the last path of least resistance. Go and do it, build your business, learn the system. Learn. And if later on you want to do something different, you'll have a blueprint of your own, you'll have experience and people will know you, the banks will love you. I said, great. And that's how I opened up my first franchise within about six months, the place was booked out. I went to training, I opened it up. About a year later, um, I got married and we, my wife from Long Island came down to Florida, we got married. 
And I told my wife, listen, I really want to go buy a brand new Corvette with a convertible. She goes, well, you know, we're doing well, but, you know, we got the house, you know, you bought a townhouse, we get this, but if you want that, you better open up another store. I said, okay. So I opened up a second store. And then a couple of years later, um, we were doing really well. I got the nice car. We were driving back and forth to work with the convertible Corvette. We had a nice townhouse, really good lifestyle. My wife and I didn't have any kids yet. But two years after that, I says, you know, I really want to learn how to buy property and invest into real estate and also learn about the stock market. I think I could do well with that. So if you want to do that, you better buy another store because, you know, that's more money and we got, we're living good the way we are. I said, okay. <laughs> so I opened up a third location and that gave me the, the ability to have all this extra money that I utilized to figure out how do I buy a property? I bought a property. I started buying properties and building buildings, leasing them to my franchise and I would buy the biggest properties and uh, that Meineke would allow me to open up on these buildings. So I went five bays to six bays to 10 bays. Then I eventually opened the biggest store in the chain, 20 bays, and I really just optimized that business model. And I wound up having a total of 10 franchise companies over the course of 30 plus years. Wow. And I really built just one after the other was better than the other. And to me, it was really, I wanted the best one, the biggest one, the highest gross dollar one. And it was really outgrowing the size and the type of the business model that it was. But I really got friendly with all the franchise executives at, at Meineke and I helped them grow the company. They asked me questions when they wanted to evolve more services. And we really had a good relationship. And after about 2001, I opened up my last big location and I sold a lot of the ones that I had leases on and I kept the ones that I owned properties on. And so things were going good. I learned how to manage them just automatically with staff. And so I didn't have to put a lot of time there. And then about 2005, I told my wife, I don't really want to build any more of these. I want to do something different. And, I, and she goes, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, you know, I never did that car stereo shop when it came down. She looked at me, she goes, well, why don't you just do it? And I said, okay, well, now I start thinking about it. Now I got to start a brand new business. I got to figure it out, run it for a couple of years. I said, no, no, no. There's this company down in Florida. When I moved down, it opened in 1982. By this time, they had six locations in South Florida. They were very unique. It was called Tip World. I thought it was a cool concept. I thought it was franchisable. So I figured, why don't I buy these six stores, convert it to a franchise, and I think this is going to do exactly what I wanted. And so that's what I did. I called up the owner, asked if he wanted to sell. I took him to lunch. Wound up to be, I bought the company in 2006. It took me about a year, 2007. I launched Tip World Franchise. During that journey, I wanted to get a mentor that was locally in the franchising world. So I looked up online and I found Ray Titus, who owned United Franchise. UFG, of course. I was like, well, these guys are right here. This is a big company. West Palm and Beach. I read his story and he started when he was 18 years old. I loved it. So I called up and who do I get on the phone? I get his father on the phone, Tony Foley. And his father, hey, Charles, sounds just like him, hey, Charles. I said, yeah, I, says, I told yeah, him my story. It does, I remember that. I, go, I remember we even talking on the phone. He goes, it sounds just like, um, just like you. And I go, I know, I says, we're going we're gonna to be able to do the interchanging phone thing, which we sat very close to each other. So I'd literally pick up his phone when it was ringing sometimes and vice versa. So it was kind I of love fun. it. I yeah, love I it. I it was fun. So his father invited me to come up there. I went up. I took all my stuff that I was just about ready to file the franchise. I just wanted a mentor just to give me some guidance. I, I felt it was appropriate to ask Meineke, even though they gave me a full release to build this business model. And so I went with them and gave me some advice. And they goes, wow, this is a really good system. My FDD, my brochures, my sort of my website, all my marketing material. I really wanted to be proud to show it what I built. And this was, wow, this thing is more than we've been doing. This is great. He was even impressed. He goes, listen, when you file this thing, 
file in every state, all 50 states, because if you get one sale from it, it's going to be good for you to grow. Don't listen to that, just go one state. Because number <laughs> two, he goes, get an 800 number. Number Go three, big or go home. He gave me really a good, good bunch yeah. of, about five good takeaways. I took those takeaways, and then he goes, last thing I'm going to tell you is that as soon as you get this filed, come call me and I'll sell your franchises for you. Because I didn't have anybody. I did, it was new to me to want franchises. So I did that. I actually went, I built it, I filed it. I called him up. I said, great, we're filed in all 50 states. He goes, come meet me. I went, I met him. We signed an agreement that he was going to de franchise develop for me and award licenses out. I would learn from him. He was good with that. And hence, they assigned me over to Tony's son, Anthony. And I'm like, this guy is great. I mean, this is exactly, you know, he's exactly what I need. A guy He's already in the family. <laughs> yeah, you and know. Then I go, well, this guy's great because here's his franchise company doing cool stuff in <laughs> cars. And we're not, you know, doing the, the, the basic services. Of course, let's work together. So, I love so it. I wanted to really get him into family. So the only way I was able to do that, I said, I need to take Anthony to a franchise, to a car show. And the biggest car show in the world is in Seymour in Las Vegas, the, yes. the Specialty Automotive Equipment Association. So that was every year in November. So I asked Anthony, he was all in. He came down there. Well, we went down to Las Vegas together. And that's show. Store, kid, I, it, it eyes is, went wide open, man. Yep. I knew when I got him back, he was mine. We, were, like, we was... were done forever. And not only that, it opened his eyes to our industry because a lot of people don't know. They don't realize we're a $45 billion a year business and a specialty niche that's unique. And there's not any competition of our caliber in the franchising world. So I felt if I can bring what we did to Meineke in the order repair service to the aftermarket accessory service business, and it's automatically doing custom wheels, aftermarket accessories, truck accessories, performance kits. We did work on boats and marinas, window tinting on paint protection films, wraps and designs, so all these different things. We do them on boats, homes, cars, and commercial buildings. So it was allowing me to have a business that I can branch outside the four walls of my business as well as maximize my shop. So that was my concept of franchising. We did that. Anthony came right along. Once he really saw all the areas and how the business worked, it was easy for him to explain it to prospects of everything we do where that wasn't my area. I didn't. That's a great point too, because even as an enthusiast and someone in franchising, knowing how, how much scope there is to this industry, you don't right. really see it until you do go to Vegas and you see the vast number of billions of dollars of industry in halls that you can't even walk in one show. And as right. an enthusiast, knowing franchising, putting that together, going, this is what's behind the scene in a retail model that you bring to the table. That's it kind of all came together, like almost like a Rubik's cube. And I go, man, this is going to go. Somewhere. I love it. Yeah. So let me, let me ask this. Yeah. I want to know. So our listeners, so many of them are looking at franchise opportunities. They're not sure which is the right one for them. Why is Tint World the right franchise for so many people? So, first of all, franchising may not be for everybody as business is not for everybody. And our business might not be for everybody. I just to start with, if you are enthusiastic about our industry and you're interested in going into franchising, those two things right there, we have a blueprint that'll have you for success. So if you like what we do and it interests you and you feel you have the ability to do it and you want a franchise, it's a fun franchise, it's a great lifestyle. Um, uh, the culture in the company is amazing. Our uh, validation with our franchises, if we call them up, they, they know we're all in. And we try to be around people that are all in because it's a lot easier for us to help them be majorly accessible. My mantra is I got to get everybody over a million dollar store. I want my, my franchise system wide to be average stores over a million dollars. 
and we're climbing uh, between thirty to seventy thousand dollars every year since its inception. We have same store sales have increased between thirty to seventy thousand dollars, and you'll see it. at least five years of that back in our item nineteen FDD, which we're really proud of because. The lifestyle is great, and all the details that we put in that offering is really important because I really try to put my heart and soul into everything that I did as a franchise. What would I have wanted to see more than what I had? And I tried to really give that blueprint very clearly, make people feel comfortable if it's something they want to do, and then show them the financial, the best I'm allowed to show them. And by the reason why I'm able to show so much is because I work so much with our franchisees in their system to make sure that they're doing their formulas right. They're maintaining their numbers, their business model right. So we calculate these businesses every year, and eventually over the years, we've got it down to we have a really good technology system that integrates our point of sale with our CRM, with our dashboard, with our reporting, our KPI reports. So I'm really into making sure that it's easy because when I got into franchise, I didn't know nothing about accounting. Right. I, I get take the cash, I go home, what do I do with this guy? Put it in a safe? Nobody taught me. I did what my father did. But I wanted to make sure that the knowledge that I gained, I was able to get them to do in five to 10 years when it took me 30 years to do. Because the things that they're going to go in their growth periods, when they don't know, it takes time to learn those. I'm going to be able to give them my guidance of how it works for me best and how to leverage a franchise for your own lifestyle success. Everything from buying property to leasing property to opening up multiple locations when you're ready. Um, so lately, it seems like we're getting a lot more um, larger players in the mix, people that want like five and 10 locations. Warrior developers, for sure. Semi-absentee owners that are coming in going, all right, you guys have been past 50, 50 stores open. Once you get to that level, they go, you've proved out the concept. It's modular. So we could be owner-operator or I can put five of these things in, six of them, and then operator from our dashboards and Charles's technology system put into place. Yeah. It really makes it pliable. It's such a great opportunity, guys, and thank you so much. I mean, everybody hears your passion for what you're doing with Tint World, and I really appreciate you guys being on. And look, we're going to continue this conversation. This is just the start. So thanks for being here. Any parting words of wisdom? I guess enjoy the ride in franchising would be the best I can say. Certainly, and then follow your passion. Take it the step. Absolutely. Well, th thanks again, gentlemen. You got it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much for listening today. Please like, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss anything here at Ion Franchising. Visit our website at ionfranchising.com, E-Y-E-O-N franchising.com, and complete our free assessment so we can assist you in finding your perfect franchise. This is Lance Gralick. Until next time.